I'm Megan. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. Every episode, we talk about travel destinations, interesting trivia, and even some travel fails. Let's dive into today's episode. Don't forget to travel mug. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Travel Mug Podcast. We're so excited you're here. I'm Jen, my partner in podcasting, Megan, is here, and we also have a guest, Dan. So he is joining us to chat all about the Antigonish Highland Games, which are taking place in Antigonish, Nova Scotia, from July 2nd to 9th, and we are so excited because we don't know much about this, so we are (laughs) learning right along with you, everyone listening. So welcome to the show, Dan. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Yes, we were so excited when you reached out to us because, like we said, we we're like, what What actually is the Highland Games? So, first of all, tell us, Dan, what are the Antigonish Highland Games? No problem. Pleasure to be here, guys. The Antigonish Highland Games are just kind of a week-long celebration of all things Celtic, so honoring the music, dress, language, athletics, customs, and traditions of North American Gales. Every year, there's thousands of people come to Columbus Field in Antigonish, and there's attendees can watch live performances in the Scottish Heavy events, piping and drumming, Highland dance. There's a street fair, an art fair, a street parade, numerous concerts, Kaylee's theatrical productions, and things I'm forgetting, I'm sure. So <laughs> there's all kinds to do during that week. So, And do you mind if I ask, like, how did you get involved personally in this? Absolutely. So... I'm the operations manager for the Antigonish Island Society. I have been for about a year and a half now, and I've been involved for years. In fact, my father was a president of the society a number of times, and he's been an active member to this day. So, yeah, it's kind of been a rich history with my family. So, Oh, that's excellent. I, lo- I-, I love a family legacy. That's <laughs> awesome. So I guess, thank you so much for the explanation of what the games are. So can you sort of delve in a little bit deeper to the history of the Antigonish Highland Games? Like, when did they start? You know, why were they started in Antigonish specifically? Sort of walk us through that. So the Antigonish Highland Society was set up in like a, I don't know, I guess it's specific to Antigonish. It's important to consider like how immigrants ended up in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the condensed version is during the late 18th and early 19th centuries, there was a period known as like the Highland Clearances. And Highlanders were forced by the British and Lowland Scots from their lands their, of their ancestors and kind of pressed to leave the country. And with little choice, they immigrated to New Scotland or Nova Scotia, as you know. They settled, like a lot of them felt the disconnect from their homelands, though. And in 1861, the Antigonish Highland Society was founded with the goals to like preserve the national spirits, dress, music, customs, and traditions of the Caledonians. And they're to perpetuate language, literature, and athletics of Scotland, promote the honor, integrity, and patriotism of its members, and maintain a national and social bond among them. So. It's, I guess, in the long and short of it is just to preserve these traditions that were kind of for many years forced out of the culture, right? So mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, I guess it's a tradition that continues today. And it's nice to see there's still an active involvement of so many locals from our community that, you know, from youth all the way to adults that take part in this. So it's still truly like a community event. So Excellent. I had no idea that the, the society was around that long. That's, that's incredible. I love that kind mm-hmm. of history. Yeah, that's really interesting. Dan, I was in Scotland last year, so in June mm-hmm. last year, and and we got the chance to visit sort of like northern Scotland and Inverness. And so it was really cool to mm-hmm. like see also see that side of the culture and then connect it back to Nova Scotia because I might also have Scottish roots in my family as well. So it is really cool to kind of bring that back home with me as well. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes it's easy to kind of lose sight of that connection, right? Like mm-hmm. As you grow up in an area and a lot of traditions kind of fade, I guess, through time anyways, it's important to maintain those connections and events like this help people stay reminded of where they're from, I guess. So, mm-hmm. 100%. For sure. So what should people expect when they visit the games? Kind of walk us through what kind of the vibe is like there and kind of some of the things that are going on. Yeah. So first off, when you get to Anaganish during that week, there'll be lots of Kayleys and concerts taking place and, you know, traditional dinners, things of that sort. And then during the week, we have what's called the street fair, where they shut down a large portion of Main Street and local vendors, as well as uh, different cultural or social organizations will set up and provide information as well as vend products. And there'll be games and activities for kids. And all this leads into the weekend where we'll have there's Scottish heavy events where basically the caber toss and all those events you've seen, I'm sure. So yeah, as well as Highland dance, uh, piping and drumming. And then our Saturday night show this year, it's usually a big concert that we have under a tent. And this year is going to be pretty Archie and Waking Finnegan headlining. So they're two great groups anyways, with Celtic roots and yeah, it's, it's an action packed week for sure. So definitely. And I'm going to assume that obviously school's done. So St. FX is out. So I'm going to assume it brings a big flush of people into the town. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's one of really one of Nova Scotia's premier summer tourist events for sure. So excellent. How embarrassing that I did not know this. I'm just going to put that we're both South Shore girls. Maybe that is why we right. weren't aware, but that it's very embarrassing. Never too late um, to scare. Yeah. <laughs> this is very, very, very true. So kind of off topic from that, though, like, are there enough places for people to stay? Like, where do visitors, like, in the surrounding communities, do you know sort of that information on, like, where people generally stay if they're from out of town? Absolutely. Well, as you mentioned, the, the students are out of town. So first off, the university rents many of its residences to people. But in addition to that, we have lots of great hotels, bed and breakfasts, cottages you can rent all within reasonable distance. I mean, Antigonish is a relatively small place and you're never too far from the ocean, but conversely, you're never too far from town. So there's lots of opportunities, plenty of places to stay. Oh, that's really good then. Yeah. And I noticed on the the highway going by, there's a new sort of small room hotel or something there as you actually on the highway and stuff. So I'm sure there's lots of accommodations. Yeah, that's right. The micro hotel, as well as yeah. there's the Claymore Inn and Suites, there's the Maritime Inn, Evergreen. I mean, I'm not even going to get into listing them all because I know <laughs> someone out, but <laughs> nevertheless, so there's a lot we're, of places. We're inclusive, yes. <laughs> well, that actually sounds super fun. So if people wanted to come and visit, go to some events, like how and where can people buy tickets to the games? Obviously, I'm assuming the street fair, anyone can show up. But like if someone wants to attend the concert or Kaylee's or the weekend strong events, like how does that work? Absolutely. Yeah. There's different, you know, throughout the community, there's like the different people organize events throughout the week. So, I mean, they'll, they'll be subject to their own admissions, but for the games that take place on the weekend, you can go to our website, which is www.anaganishhighlandgames.ca and then click on the ticket link and that'll direct you to Ticket Pro where you can buy from a variety of different ticket packages. So you can buy tickets to like individual events or kind of like a weekend pass. Is that how it works? Exactly. Yep. There's passes for you can get a single day or single event or yeah, or okay. full weekend pass. So oh, that's that's really good. Like people can kind of pick and choose like how much that they want to like take part in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. 
Um, are you still looking for volunteers for the event? And if people, oh, for sure. Where can they sign up if people want to volunteer? <laughs> oh, it takes an extraordinary volunteer effort. You know, I think there's usually about 250 volunteers each year, and it still doesn't feel like enough sometimes. So <laughs> once again, through our website, you can go to anaganishhighlandgames.ca, and there's a volunteer link there that'll direct you. You can actually pick which shifts you'd like to work, what part of the games you'd like to work at. So yeah, we're always looking for more people. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And did I'm assuming like during the pandemic, you guys missed a year or two. How did that sort of affect this event for you? Right. We did. There was a two year break, which prior to the pandemic, we were the longest continuously running Highland Games outside of Scotland. So oh, wow. we're still one of the longest in North America. I mean, that's subject to debate, but nevertheless, we had to take two years off during the pandemic. And uh, there was actually a good effort to organize a virtual games where a lot of, you know, Highland dance competitions, things like that, piping and drumming videos were provided. And so it was a good way for people to stay connected. But we were really relieved to get back last year. I mean, it's such a time honored tradition in this town. So it was really felt when it wasn't here, right? Yeah, oh, definitely. But, uh, I'm sure it brings a lot of revenue to the town as well. And there's nothing like a human connection, especially when it comes to celebrating history like this. I'm sure that that can't be replicated online. We all tried. We all tried the things, right. but it, it can't really be replicated. Right. Exactly. You know, it's nice to maintain that connection. But as you say, there's nothing like being there in person and experiencing it. Yeah, for sure. So we've talked a little bit, obviously, about Annie Ganesh, you know, where people could possibly stay, that kind of thing. But if people aren't familiar with the Annie Ganesh area, it's honestly not somewhere I've spent a lot of time, as you can tell. I have gone there to the beach, though, and the water was warm. We have discussed this on our podcast. Yes, heard. <laughs> there aren't many places in this province. So if someone comes to these games, please find a beach where it actually has warm water here in Nova Scotia. But if someone is coming to these games and wants to maybe explore the area a bit more, what's a few things you might recommend or or something like that? Um, there's all kinds going on in the community, especially during the summer. We've got like, obviously there's lots of bars and restaurants throughout the town, tons and really high quality restaurants. And uh, there's miles of hiking and biking trails. Like there's the Kepik mountain biking trails just outside of town, which is a beautiful venue. And uh, as you mentioned, world-class beaches, perhaps a little warmer than the South shore, but (laughs) (laughs) water is something else. Um, Um, we also have the Festival of Anaganish Summer Theatre taking place in July. So there'll be a number of shows taking place at the Bower Theatre. And there's another concert taking place later in the summer, a new summer fest that'll feature several well-known East Coast artists. Like, there's all kinds going on in the community. And the Town of Anaganish website actually has links to event calendars that show all kinds of see and do in the towns. Yeah. Excellent. And really, it's not super far from Cape Breton if someone was sort of going in that direction wants to stop in enjoy the games continue on or even if it sort of is on the tail end of what they're trying to accomplish in terms of their visit to Nova Scotia it's really well positioned that way because it's sort of right on the way to one of the most visited islands in the world so that obviously is a bonus as well well and I think the important thing there as well is that we draw tours and the understanding from people that, you know, despite how close we are to Cape Breton, there's a different community here. Like yeah. we have a lot of the same roots, but yet there's a unique experience in Antigonish. So mm-hmm. we encourage people to check it out. 100%. Yeah. I'm like a little ashamed of myself for not like, <laughs> you know, I haven't, I, honestly, I have not been in Antigonish since they put the highway around it. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, the first time I remember driving to Cape Breton after the highway was completed around and we went by and I was like, 
did we pass Annie Ganish? Like, where did the town go? And, and I mean, I am down on the South Shore now, so Annie Ganish is a good hike for me. But I really should make an effort because, like, there is so many things to explore in the area. And for anyone who's never been to Annie Ganish, even, like, St. Avex is beautiful. Like, it, really it is, is a gorgeous stunning, campus. stunning campus. So even if you're, you know, if you're not going to be in Nova Scotia for the Highland Games, stopping in Anaganish is worth it. And even just to view the campus, like it is beautiful. And it's a vibrant community. There's really a lot to do throughout the year. I mean, there's activities taking place. I mean, the Anaganish Highland Society organizes lots of events outside of the games as well, right? So there's all kinds that take place throughout the year. Well, that was our next question. So what else does the Anaganish Highland Society have (laughs) on throughout the rest of the year? Of course, no. We're obviously most known for the games, but uh, we offer numerous cultural events throughout the years. We host an event for Robert Burns Day year in January, Tartan Day, which is in early April. So you just missed that one. We had a great Canadian Kiltscape this year, which is our first time doing that. It was uh, an event basically that takes place across Canada where communities submit. They have skating rinks or skating events where the most people in Tartan anyways ultimately can win for the top kilt skate in Canada. Oh, wow. So that was fun. Yeah, we did that. We have the Feast of St. Andrews, a New Year's Eve Hogmanay party, which if you're not familiar, is the traditional Scottish New Year's Eve celebration. And as mentioned, numerous other Kayleys concerts throughout the year. So yeah, we have all kinds to do. That is a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> and, I would, and I'd have to also guess, and I'm included as well in terms of having Scottish heritage. I thought it was more like Irish and English, but it turned out to be a lot of Scottish. And I bet a lot of Nova Scotians probably do. Is the area of Antigonish sort of like mostly where people with Scottish roots sort of are or, you know, the celebrations mostly happen? Like it seems like to be a hub, if you know what I'm saying. Well, certainly the northeastern region of the province, because actually this marks the 250th anniversary this year of the ship Hector Landing, which was one of the first immigrant ships that had a number of the Scots that settled in these areas. And ultimately led to many of the people that are here today. So yeah, there is a significant Scottish heritage here, but there's also lots of Irish and as you mentioned, English and I can't forget to you know, Mima people. And right. yeah. there's many people, you know, of a different, and again, it's a very diverse town because of the university as well. So, so it's very fortunate. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Excellent. Well, that is it for us. Thank you so much for coming on, Dan, and enlightening us, us in particular, but I'm sure our (laughs) listeners as well. I love learning about, especially our province, things we should know about and things that we're super happy to share with our listeners. Seems to be a lot of people, especially in our social media, mentioning that they are coming to Nova Scotia soon or that that they're planning a trip. So hopefully this will encourage them even to potentially come during this time to visit the games. So we will definitely put a link to your website in our show notes so everyone can buy their tickets get excited if they want to volunteer if there's someone nearby that would like to be able to do that that would be great thank you so much for coming on and sharing the information so as for us you can find us on our website at travelmugpodcast.com on social media at travelmugpodcast or on our youtube channel where you can see a video recording of our episodes because we're so cute (laughs) and you can support the show on buy me a coffee leaving us a review potentially on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or by sharing the show with a travel-loving pal. You can also look forward to some great social media pictures about the Highland Games. Learn even more when we post those. So stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll chat with you all again soon. Bye. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Take care.